0: You're listening to Financial Insights, a podcast that helps investors through the difficult maze of financial planning and saving for retirement. I'm Brian Ullman and I'm a financial advisor and certified financial planner at Ford Financial Group. And together with some guests and other advisors at my firm, we're talking about the issues and questions relating to finance that face our clients every day. All right, welcome back to the Financial Insights podcast. You have just me this week. And I'm happy to be with you again to kind of chat about what's been going on. Uh, it's Thursday afternoon on the 20th, and uh, we're recording this just after the close of the market, where stocks closed slightly higher uh, today as the gains in tech offset some worries about the economy. And in fact, over the last five days, uh, that both the Nasdaq and the S&P are higher, although the Dow and Russell 2000 have closed lower or are lower over the last five trading days. So that kind of leaves us where we are now. Gosh, it's late August. It's the dog days of summer. It is hot here where we are in the Central Valley of California. Um, And so things are a bit quiet, but it's still worth kind of checking in on where we are and what's going on here here lately. Let's go over a couple of the economic things that we like to go over here. Um, Let's start with the global leading indicators. And and there are some signs that these global leading indicators are on the rise. Uh, As countries have reopened, the leading economic indexes or indices, LEI, across the globe improved month over month in May, June, and July. In fact, the LEI for China is actually back to its pre-pandemic level while the LEIs of many other countries have actually snapped back as well. So this is encouraging news. Uh, But with elevated cases in certain countries, the U.S., Brazil, and India, and cases creeping higher in some other countries, in Europe and Australia, and widespread high unemployment, it's fairly reasonable, I think, at this point to expect that we're still going to have some choppiness to the global economic recovery until there's actually a vaccine. Let's check in quickly also with the Federal Reserve. The Fed uh, has gone slow on their new forward guidance. Uh, The minutes to the Fed's July 28th and 29th policy meeting were released this last Wednesday, and they showed little sense of urgency to roll out a new policy on forward guidance. The patience indicates continued concerns about the path of the recovery that we're on right now and some bias towards remaining supportive for a very extended period of time. Uh, the eventual policy will likely let inflation run a little bit over the target rate before the fed steps in to pump the brakes uh, as structural changes in the economy lowers concerns that the fed's response may come too late we also got some mixed signals this week from jobless claims filing for initial jobless claims rose to 1.1 million for the week ending august 15th which is about 150,000 over the prior week and it was disappointing For expectations that it would be below 1 million. However, it's not all bad news. Continuing claims were at 14.8 million and delivered a positive surprise for the week ending August 8th because they're they're reported with a one week lag. Uh, And it fell, those uh, continuing claims fell more than 600,000 week over week, according to the US Bureau of Labor Statistics. So still high claims, elevated unemployment, and fading stimulus set up a, a or paint a picture really for a kind of gradual recovery in the months ahead and not some V-shaped snapback um, like we hear lots about uh, if you're watching enough cable news these days. Let's also touch quickly on a technical update. Uh, the new highs that we reached didn't last long as the S&P 500 index pulled back last Wednesday um, after reaching an all-time high of 103 trading days after the March lows. Low put-to-call ratios, tepid breadth, and elevated sentiment may pose a near-term tactical risk to markets, but support at the 3,150 or 3,200 level in the S&P remains the first level to watch for any consolidation. We also saw some waning momentum in the precious metals space, um, and LPL research is keeping an eye on that side of things for us. Just on a recap, let's also uh, just touch on COVID-19 news like we do every week. New cases continued to trend lower as of yesterday, last Wednesday, falling nearly 20% week over week, while the seven-day average dropped about 12% and hospitalizations fell about 10% compared with the prior week. This source is coming from the COVID tracking project. We've seen some flare-ups in Germany and South Korea, which is concerning, and Spain is reporting its highest number of cases yesterday since April. We also don't have any word on any progress on a potential scaled-down stimulus package coming from Washington. So uh, we have to wait and see as the sausage gets made, if you will from Congress. I want to pivot now to touch on some financial planning items here. At Ford Financial Group, of course, we help clients with their investments and their investment planning, but we also like to focus on money management and retirement planning and all of the other things that touch on a person's financial life. And so today I wanted to talk about some habits that can work against wealth creation as we talk not just about markets, but also about financial planning. So the question really is, are you undercutting your efforts to build wealth Good money habits can help you as you save and invest for the future, but bad habits can leave you treading water financially, where at the end of a month, you wonder, where did it all go? So I wanted to quickly review three bad money habits you should try and avoid, and this can help you on your path to financial stability and uh, working toward a secure retirement. So number one, not saving enough. So instead of paying themselves first, some families pay others first. Dollars they could save and invest are instead spent on consumer goods and services they don't truly need. I saw a tweet not too long ago that said if you if you're about to to buy something online, go around your house and look. You probably not just have it already, but you probably have two. Money that could be saved and invested for tomorrow is spent today in those cases and there are are areas most likely in your life that you could probably cut some costs. So take inventory. See if you are, if you have some subscriptions that you have still that you're not using. I know in our household we were subscribed to an audiobook subscription service and nobody was buying or listening to audiobooks. And so that's an example where you can cut some of these costs and use that money to save. The second item here is carrying too much debt. Every effort should be made to reduce the size of your credit card bills, your student loans, and other consumer kinds of debts that risk siphoning money away from the pursuit of your long-range financial objectives. Not all debt is bad. I will say that. Many people have mortgages. If you're going to buy a car, people often use auto loans with low interest rates to help make that happen. But things like credit card bills, student loans, and consumer debts – zap your purchasing power down the road. So be weary of carrying too much debt. The third way you might be undercutting your effort to build wealth is by investing too conservatively. Historically, equity investments offer the potential for double-digit returns when the markets perform well. Fixed income investments are frequently dependent on interest rates, and when interest rates are low, the return is greater there. When interest rates increase, however, those bond investments are subject to an increased loss of principal. So accepting some risk along the way may give you as an investor a chance for a greater reward. So keep that in mind as well. Are any of these habits slowing your wealth building momentum? Why not see where you stand today and gauge the potential positive impact that can come from paying yourself first and adjusting the way you invest. If you want some more help, whether it's saving, carrying debt, or whether or not you're investing too conservatively, I would suggest go to our website and give us a call. Our website's forwardfg.com. You can email us at info at forwardfg.com. Or you can give us a call, 559-449-8690. Our advisors are well-versed in helping you make invest in a way that's not maybe too aggressive or too conservative, but is in line with what your savings and investing goals ought to be. Um, We can also help talk with you about carrying too much debt and not saving enough money um, and helping you uh, work on on the budgeting that needs to go on for your family. So I hope this has proven to be helpful. I love giving the updates, but we never want to forget about, about the financial planning aspect of things. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking to you next week.
1: The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with and securities are offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Ford Financial Group, a registered investment advisor, and a separate entity from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principle. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecasts set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group and LPL Financial do not provide tax or legal advice or services. This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein.